It's a bird. It's a plane. It's the Nostalgic Album Podcast with your hosts, Alex and Stovepipe, where we use music to remind ourselves how much being an adult sucks ass. Welcome. Welcome to the Nostalgic Album Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Stowpipe. And we switched it up on you. Good job. <laughs> Normally we do the intros the other way, but right. why why do it the same way every time? <laughs> Unbelievable what we just did there. And I did it in one take. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a fun episode right here. I'm excited. Me too. I mean, I was excited for last time, yeah, because yep. Chinese democracy, which was a good tight episode. It was a nice episode, and I hope you enjoyed it mm-hmm. as much as we enjoyed it. Yes. So what? Uh, what do you use? See that spindle? You see, there's like a there's a white rectangle that looks like foam, and underneath there is a spindle with uh, silver on it. Okay, there's that. Yep, you got that correct. Yeah. This, right to the right of that, there's this to your to your left there. What would you use that for? Okay. Sometimes when we do, what the hell is that thing, and what does it do? We do that every episode. We do it every episode, but sometimes I have to walk over and grab the thing. <laughs> and today's thing is a uh, it's my roll of rosin core solder, mm-hmm. which is okay. for. All things electronic repair. Mm-hmm. If you have a broken connection in your, say, your input jack or right. busted cables or what have you, okay, solder you can solder them back together. Or I can for a nominal service fee. Just with that right there. So yep. that's an important that and a hot iron. resource. It is, and I have had this one for, I've had this role for quite some time. Mm-hmm. It's from Radio Shack, if that tells you how old it is. <laughs> Radio Shack, I wish it's, you know, it was it was a great thing for kids to do because they're, yeah. they're so experiment, uh, you know, focused, and it was great for nerds. And now I feel like all the nerds do is play video games. Like, when, back when we were nerds, we used to build shit. We used to build video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And ham radios. You, you millennials, whatever the hell you are. You know, back in my day, we had to walk uphill to the video game store both ways, both ways. in the snow. Right. <laughs> but still using our video console. With no shoes. <laughs> because that's what we are, is old, old crotchety. Old crotchety. And somewhat irrelevant. Yeah. I... um. I feel I've recently started putting, I've wanted for years to do a uh, like late 80s, early 90s pop punk, like Lemonheads and Replacements album. And I finally have written or recorded five songs, tour covers. And I've heard a couple of them. Did They're you like good. them? Yeah. You did like them. Okay, good. I'm very happy with them. But also, I didn't, I knew 90s were trendy and big and doing well. <laughs> I didn't realize how insanely popular they are because the key words alone have quadrupled. <laughs> I put '90s song, or put you know a band from the '90s, and it just—if you could afford it, you could just do a full cover of "It's a Shame About." Ray. I know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've that would be fun, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's uh, '90s are doing enormously well right now so that's fun to actually kind of feel like i don't like bandwagons but sometimes they are kind of fun in this case oh. i've always wanted to do it but it I gives feel... us a, it gives old farts like us an excuse to right jump up and do something we've always wanted to do because exactly. now it might be might acceptable be <laughs> it might be acceptable fun right yeah. and we can we can do it while we still have knees well we have some knees right <laughs> people can say yeah i've heard of that band even though i was six when this came out and you were you know, in high school, like, yeah, thanks, you little shit. Thanks. Rapist, I'm just going to go ahead and feel bad about myself now. <laughs> it's bad enough when I hear Collective Soul on the classic rock <laughs> yeah, station. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, um, what are we drinking? Well, 
I picked this up. Yeah, Lake Effect, see. Zest, Lemon Ginger, Farmhouse Cider, which they always make good ciders. They are right Michigan up the based. road from me. Yep. Yeah, they're not far at all from here. No. That's a bikeable. Um, the thing I like about these ciders, I do, usually don't like innovative ciders. I'd rather just have apples, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. But like these ones are innovative, but they still taste good. Like I, I do like spicy things, but I don't like spicy cider. You know, Chipotle. <laughs> yep. But um, these ones, lemon ginger blood orange cider, that all makes perfect sense. Of course, Gorgonzola mayo cider. <laughs> <laughs> See, that sounds delicious right there. Oh, no, I grossed myself out. Me I, too. I didn't like that. No, thank you. In bad times and in good times, never lose your zest for life, Walt Disney. What that has to do with cider, I don't have a fucking clue, but thank you, Farmhouse. For supporting us by having alcohol on the shelf. Right, <laughs> yes. Because we haven't mentioned in several months now mm-hmm. that you can still in fact buy us please a, buy us. us alcohol we actually get a few we get every episode gets shy of 100 listeners hmm. you know that's not bad it's not good you know, <laughs> it's not you know if just 10 of you would cash up us Come a dollar on. we could actually buy We've the beer for an episode thousand dollars you have a kid <laughs> at least you know i mean yeah because we don't buy the cheap stuff for this no Funny if we did, we just had Miller Lite, but we said, this is a Founders <laughs> Dirty Bastard limited edition. This is so. a high-gravity <laughs> seller pick from Founders. <laughs> really, it's Natty Light it's natty and light Water. Yeah, yeah. Nope. <laughs> Justin does have some lovely Kirkland brand bottled water with it. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I had this with my... Ooh, sparkling. Mm-mm. Beverages being described. Yes. Why are we going to have so much fun with this episode? Uh, why are we? <laughs> <laughs> because we have uh, dusted off fun. a long lost yeah. Christian band from we the have. 90s. And a <laughs> album that I think has some... Not cultural, but production parallels to this album, which is Dream Theaters. Falling Into Infinity, which is the album that I chose. And the album we are uh, alluding to is DC Talk's Jesus Freak, which was Justin's pick for this This is DC Talk with lowercase DCs, whereas before when they were a hip-hop band and a really, really bad one, it was uppercase (laughs) DC Talk. So... I <laughs> let's bring this one on, man. Let's bring it on. Heads or tails, my friend. Uh, tails. I have no clue if you're gonna like DC Talk. It's tails. Yeah, that's oh. two weeks in a two episodes Jesus, in a row. Jesus loves me, obviously more than he loves you. <laughs> I talked to God this morning, and he doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Little <God>. Ozzy twist, <laughs> which is one of my favorite lines from an Ozzy Osbourne song ever. Yeah. I talked to God this morning, and he doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy's, and Ozzy's a is a church going man. He goes to he's a uh, he's got a sense of humor. Too. Yeah, he does. He, he's a member of uh, of the Church of England. Yeah, well, everybody has to be. <laughs> when you get old and apologizing for your enormous drug use mm-hmm. and whatever else he did. But yeah. Biting the heads off of God's creation <laughs> in every city around the world. Right. All right. DC talk time. Let's uh, get our WWJD bracelets. <laughs> Put those on. Get our, uh, you know, We're going back to the 90s, kids. We talk about the those, part of the 90s that isn't cool still. Do you remember the frog bracelets? Uh, or didn't they have those in? What were they? We had WWJD ones. Frog was fully replaced. Rely, rely on upon yes, God. Yes, 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 yes. Fully relying on God. Yeah. <laughs> and that was. Uh, you couldn't be cool in youth group without without one of that each. fully reliant on God, frog. Oh <laughs> my God, that's terrible. It's 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 bad. <laughs> you know, this oh, in a way. Frog. This I was, forgot uh, about that until the millisecond you brought it up. I'm like, oh I, yeah. I forgot about it until I was on my way home from my parents, Gosh. and then I was like, this album is kind of. 
It's a youth group starter pack <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> oh, so, man. since it is your turn, when was the last time you heard this it's been album? Years. It's been. Probably the last time I listened to it was 2002 or three. It was like right when I was done with Christian music, and I'm like, well, I'll listen to this to see if it's any good. And hated it. And D C F sharp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As my pitch is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> Which mean... is why it will not be a vocal solo album if I ever manage not to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. This album, by, by the time I listened to it the last time, I just had so many baggage. And I was still technically Christian then. But I there was a lot I didn't like about evangelicalism and, and hated. I was so done with CCM by then. You know, when, when I started mm. listening to CCM, it was because it was literally the the church that played a lot of, like, had a lot of, you know, Christian punk bands and hardcore. That was the only place in my redneck town where you could go to punk and hardcore shows. So it was actually an interesting thing because they'd welcome people who felt, you know, like outcasts by, back then, which I did. And then I went there and I felt at home and I met all other kids who, you know, had mohawks and all this cool stuff. But then it listen got turned to rancid. Listen to rancid. Yeah, and that was another thing. They didn't just listen. But then it got turned into just a way to market to kids, and you know, uh, CCM became a, a marketing tool, and and, and that everything ref- that could have been potentially interesting about it was out the window. And by two thousand three, when it was probably about the last time I listened to this album, I was like, I'm done with this shit. I was that before or after it became a way to meet girls at church? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's By right. carrying lots of chairs. If yeah, you, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In a frog you, bracelet, apparently. If you enjoy that uh, Babylon Bee and yeah. Onion article that circulates oh, Facebook yeah. on the regular. Yeah. Which brings us to our next question. Yeah. What made you think of this album for the, the first the, time in probably 20 years? The Pitchfork article. Because I was... I was um, well, the thing is, I go back and forth on DC Talk, and I also go back and forth on... Actually, I don't go back and forth on DC Talk. I forgot about them, kind of. But with I Pitchfork, I certainly go back and forth. completely forgot about DC yeah, Talk. Right. But seeing them, um, who they can have very pretentious uh, reviews that aren't researched, although I think in this case they may be improving if, it's, if all of them are following suit as well as this excellent review of, of it. But they review an album they consider culturally important. I saw that they picked this one, and I was like, really? And then I read the article and was very persuaded uh, by that. Listen to the album as a result. And, uh, and me listening to this for this podcast was the first I had heard it in years. I hadn't listened to it. I found that article a couple months ago, and I had still had well, it was Well, uh, it was written in August of August last again. year. So, But they gave it a, they gave it a I mean, I, 6.7, which for a pitchfork is about a B-. That's a good review for them. I was... Shocked to discover that the review was that recent. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I thought it was as. Yeah, no, I thought you. Had, I thought you had had a uh, zombie review dragged up, and no, it was no, fifteen they, years old. And... Albums they did Third Eye Blind recently, and they gave like an eight point eight, and I was like, yes, yes, People well, recognizing the greatness of that one. We talked about this. It's a good album. Yeah, that's right. But, so I recall the we had uh, we both enjoyed that thoroughly. Thoroughly, oh, for sure. But this, the squawk. Oh, squawk. this! I, uh, I'm struggling with where to start. <laughs> I mean, it's a you. You just run with it, and I'll. I mean, so we covered. I mean, just ask it. You can ask a general. Did yep. I like it? <laughs> did you? <laughs> did you like it again? I, I thought it was good. I think it's a good album. I think that if I hadn't read the Pitchfork one, where they give really good context. And also sort of speak admirably about DC Talk for making the calculated decision to move from a crappy hip-hop band into a top 40-breaking alternative band. They spoke highly of them for that decision. And I I think that gave me a level of respect for this trio that I didn't have before. Because I thought they were just jumping on bandwagons. But the way that the article made it sound like, they were like, listen, we need to survive. We're not going to. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And then made an album that, I mean, uh, it didn't get them a ton of fame, but it, it, it they accomplished their goals very successfully. Uh, so I, that album made... I don't feel like it would have sold as well today. 
Well, no, I mean it's very directly Christian. That was I. I feel like it wouldn't fall in that market either. Why? I just I don't listen to a ton of CCM, but yeah. we've talked about the transition. I don't feel like it fits anymore. Yeah, probably. They're not. they're more the you know since my uh, time at Cornerstone was a little bit longer than yours, yeah. I believe. How long were you there? I was there for four and a half years. On and off for almost a decade. Really? <laughs> yeah. oh, I didn't know that. Well, I my last, I probably if I had uh, driven my nose to the grindstone, I probably could have made it five. Okay. But I did a lot of not wanting to take out additional loans, so I'd take the classes I could afford and then oh, take okay. a semester off. That's and... the smart way to do it. So you don't have a ton of college loans then. <clears throat> not anymore. I had a that ton. That rules, dude. That rules. <laughs> I had That's a ton. That's $60,000. Still got... I still got 10 years left on one. Yeah. But it's a shade over ten as well. Wow, that's yet. nothing. And I only, I left only owing. When did you graduate? About seventy. Uh, two thousand and twelve. It was okay. So not, not that not that long ago. Yeah, because I went. I started in fall of oh five. Okay. So right um, about when you were just about, about done. About done. <laughs> um, and. DC Talks coffin was long since <laughs> cocked shut. Uh, here's what I don't. It's incredibly well produced, uh, and and in the there's not a ton of fat on it. There is in the '90s way where they always threw too much on things, but at the same time, every song uh, sounds good and is well made. Here's my complaint about the. The, the album. It's barely an album. Every song is a different genre. And I hate that... Like, Toby Mac is really is an incredible producer. After listening to this, reading the Pitchfork article, I came to the conclusion he's an incredible producer. Uh, he is a bad rapper. He's so bad. And when he pops up in it, I think the songs aren't good anymore. But they're so well made that I didn't completely toss them away. But but yeah, every song's a different genre. If I was in the room with them, I would have said, "Listen, do songs like Between You Just Between uh, Just Between You and Me, In the Light, Mind's Eye, Day by Day, where they're just good pop songs that have a bit of a symphonic element to them, I think. You know, there's three people singing on mm-hmm. this. Uh, it's when they do the rap rock shit. It's bad, even if the songs are well made. Bad. Um, so I do, I do find the album charming though. Um, it's incredibly preachy, but it annoyed me less than the Newsboy ones because the Newsboy ones I felt like they were trying not to be preachy, and as a result were more preachy. Whereas this one, it just seems about three guys singing about their lives, and that includes their belief system, and that's that. Um, but yeah, I would say when they sound like Seal, I think they're a really good band. Hmm. And when they showcase Michael Tate more than they showcase Toby Mac, I think that's the best thing. Mm. And then have Kate, Kevin Max kind of be the weird Brian Ferry type who pops in here and there. The Mike D. Yeah, the Mike D. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just to kind of give it a little bit of a boost. But yeah, it's. Um, so I would give this album. You know, what? I would give this album a solid B because it is incredibly well made. I find. It's a, a as a results oriented Nashville record, which it is. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, we don't want to be this anymore. We want to be this because we want to make mm-hmm. money. It was entirely re- <laughs> it was entirely recorded in Nashville and Franklin, right. Tennessee. Yep, yep. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not half bad. Half of it's bad, uh, or half of the songs I don't like. The other half I do like very much. Um, as a whole, it's well made enough to earn a. I think a six point seven was a pretty good. You know, it's a. I mean, for pitch like that was the first thing I saw. And usually, mm-hmm. Pitchfork, if you hover above five, yeah. you've you've punched pretty well you've in punched, your yeah, uh, yeah. in your weight class. Yeah, we, you uh, have. Yep. We should probably address the fact though that they too fell victim to the rap skit. Oh, there's skits in this song. Yeah, like Mrs. Morgan. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was definitely... Oh, that was so... Uh, I was just like, flush that down the toilet. 
or the last song, Alas, My Love. I liked the instrumental of it. When Kevin was reading his poetry, I'm like, oh, buddy, stop right now. It's like the friend who goes up to an open mic and he's really bad. You're like, just don't do it. <laughs> the reprise of Jesus oh. Freak. Oh, that was bad. Uh, yeah. The what would people think? Oh. I feel like it was... We used to do skits of that. I feel like it was intentionally bad. That feels like it was... And unnecessary, though. I feel like it was intentionally overperformed, oh. but also, like, there should have been a uh, record scratch yeah. or a Daffy Duck cane in the yeah. middle oh, to I end know. this madness. Glory. With samples from Billy Graham and <laughs> that, what have And that's you. another thing that pissed me off, is that I felt like if they wanted to cross over, which they clearly did... And they almost did. Um, I think the reason they didn't, because they were too directly Christian. For instance, the song In the Light, that's a great song. If I was their producer, I would have said, don't say Lord be my light. Say love be my light. Or something general that everybody can enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I think if they had done that, then they could have probably found some success in both the secular and the Christian world. So they did not go to the Switchfoot school, which of course leads to long careers, good songs, and right. <laughs> and, and vague spiritual, which is how it should be, just I think. Don't, you know, when don't people ask, sermon, just don't deny it. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, I've, I've never once heard anybody in Switchfoot deny that they're a Christian right, band, yeah. but I've never heard them say they are. Right, yeah. Just don't address it. Just, right, yeah. Let, let That's up do... to you. Yeah, I agree. Is that the message you found? Okay, great. Right. Thanks. I mean, I'm glad it helped. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing about Mind's Eye is that I thought that was a good song. I mean, it's a silly premise, you know. You can see the wind, that must mean that there's a god, whatever. But, like... But the song was pretty nice little tune. It means you're somewhere near something that is affected by wind, is what yeah, it means. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when they added that, it just made it sound like another CCM tune. Mm -hmm. That being said, I did... By the, I remember like, it's maybe four minutes on when they're done with all that stupid shit, and then they just go... like There's this like deep bass. They're like, in my mind's eye, in my mind's eye. And I'm like, this sounds great. This sounds fantastic. It gets a little bit uh, yeah. Belbiv DeVoe. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing about this album. It's filled, it's, it's filled with a lot of very interesting ideas. I think they really tried to make a great album. It is, at the same time, burdened by a lot of things as well. And um, But it's an, it's an interesting album. I, I want to read a whole book about what was going through their minds when they decided to, to to change gears so much. And they had some success in both Christian and secular. Fear of ongoing failure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Least favorite songs, even though we kind of uh, did the whole ball of wax there in that I mean, I, big loop. I almost take all the rap shit that they do and combine it into one terrible crappy song. <laughs> one um, massive horrible song. I mean, the best song in here is Between You and Me. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful song. Uh, and that's the one that they had a radio hit on. Um, the least favorite one, Like It, Love It, Needed, I hated so much. I know you need some Jesus. And you, I was like, okay, you guys have uh, your, your goals that are admirable and, uh, that you had. Are completely thrown out of the window after that line right there. What was You're that? basically saying we are Christians, and that means you might not like us. And we're what was that? Ice Cold Stone Creamery. That's that song title sounds like Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> <sizes>. <laughs> like it, love it, yeah. Because like it almost head. is. Because yeah. <laughs> Cold Stone sizes were yeah. like it, like love it, it, love it, it. Gotta we, have it. Gotta have it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> If I tip you guys, are you forced to sing a oh, shitty tip song? Oh, that's funny. I remember you doing that. Yeah, they sing they sing that song. You gotta like it is. This song is like Cold Stone Creamery. You gotta like it. Gotta I just it, it just like that oh, just hit so me funny. just now where I'm like, that is wow, that is bad. And, it is. And this song's I mean, this song sounds like an advertisement that could be on a commercial too. <laughs> you gotta need some ice cream in your life. Golly. That's funny. No, I wow. hate, I hated that song so much. You you know it's bad when the uh when I when the golly comes out. Yeah, right. <laughs> golly, man. Um all right, with that, I think we'll just go right on the ahead to the Wayfish Child. 
I would say read the article first, because if it just sounds uninteresting to you, don't bother. Uh, because I think my liking for this album was more of a surprise. I expected to hate every bit of it. But that's what I think a good album review should do is make you think differently about an album. And mm-hmm. that one did that. And as a result, I found the album to be more charming. Particularly if it's a new review of an old of an album. Old album that's... Right. That, that's a little bit from the margins, too. As in, mm-hmm. I mean, CCM, it definitely would have been. But um, I would I would say, kid, read read the article. If you kids still read, read the <laughs> article first, listen to the album. I would say things to look for would be... Um, well, actually, I would be interested in knowing his input on this because, assuming he's younger, I grew up on albums, and that's how I look at music. But this album, which is basically, what, there's 10 songs on it, maybe? <laughs> Each one is a different musical genre. That actually could work in today's music world. <laughs> it's a fist. <laughs> this is a fistful of singles, not of singles. an album. Right. No, it is. And that's what I, at the end of the day, don't love about it, even if I think it's a pretty successful album based on what I know they wanted to do with it. Um, but yeah, I would say read the article, maybe listen to, I would say like listen to Between You and Me, uh, In the Light, and maybe one of the stupid rap ones, and, and then let me know what you think of that. And if, if, if They won an album. Interest. They won a Grammy they did, yeah. No, this was a something. big. This was a big album. It was the. It was like a CCM shotgun heard around the world. But but also remember the next album they did, Supernatural, which I think is I like way better than this album. I think that's a pretty darn good album because it's an actual consistent from song to song. I had already stopped listening because <laughs> like one what, of the... what, I, what I'm trying to say is that with. Um, there's this huge album in the CCM world that also crossed over into the secular world. Then they made Supernatural. Then they broke up. So obviously their path was didn't pan out exactly as they hoped. <laughs> their you know? path was divergent it from was the divergent. start, really. Right. right. Would that color any of my opinion of it other than to... Because right. I had portions of that article... Yeah you know, color it in the opposite direction. Right. Yeah, yeah. It gave you a context that made you appreciate it. Gave them me less. a context to dislike them as humans a lot less. <laughs> and I what? kind of already didn't need one for Toby Mac. I yeah. I vigorously dislike him yeah. for Well I I respect <laughs> him as a producer, but I do not like I think his rapping is so bad. <laughs> uh and and um Anyway, anyway, you go. Uh, what? But you did not enjoy listening to this. No, oh okay. man, no. It, <laughs> you know, because like when we when you said this, like my first thought into my head was, can you, you know, pick another? No, that was my second thought. But uh, <laughs> my first thought was because we always do like, where did you like? Yeah. What's a fond memory of listening to right. this album? And I think. That every roller skating party from like third grade up until we stopped having them in like middle school, Mm -hmm. I think Jesus Freak was on heavy spin. Yeah, and you know, (laughs) which is what happens when you go to Christian schools. (laughs) And and I absolutely hate that song. You know, I I I I hate like it, love it, the the ice cream one. I used to love it. But listening to it for this, but I had to kill it. Yeah. I and you know this will give something away. I have pretty low opinions of Nirvana. Yeah, and I felt like Jesus Freak wants too hard to be. Yeah. Smells like Teen That's Spirit. Exactly. Oh, it's a ripoff. It smells like Teen Spirit. And, and and it's like I remember the chords are not the same, but the cadence is identical. <laughs> And then there's that really atrocious rap, which Mayor... Man with a big fat belly, big around. That one? Man with a tack on his big fat, fat belly. belly. <laughs> See, that's the thing is, Toby... I mean, See, if Mike D does that, yeah. it's, if that's a Beastie Boys rap, it's hysterical. Yeah, it is. Because... Yeah. They would have a delivery that would work. That would work, right. And he just, 
He tried to throw that down like it was serious business. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you are trying to read yeah. a large guru's belly button piercing. Yeah. That is what this verse is about. <laughs> and apparently, he means business. it's not that important what he has, what it has to say. No, it I don't yeah. remember. I like, like, so Jesus said, he says, what are we? He's going to take a tattoo green. Yeah. Just kind of. It's bad. It's really bad. Yeah. You know, I you find. I mean, what do you think of the production of this? For for something that's essentially a large collection of singles yeah. that someone tried to right. mush cohesively into, into an, an album, album right. it's uh, the production's good, but yeah, it yeah. felt like. They took... They're well-made songs. They are. Every last possible popular trope from right this moment in time and made a song in that style. Right. I I completely agree. At some point... It's result-oriented. If we release enough of these at the right Mm -hmm. time, one of them will land and we won't have to drive the van anymore. Right, right. We can get a driver for the van. <laughs> Were there any songs you liked? Not really. Not really. <laughs> Not even between I'll, you and me. I thought that. I really thought that was a good song. I'll be honest. Between you and I kind of. My brain kind of started to wash it out somewhere <laughs> in the middle, like because if I look at this, like. If I consider it in terms of like what was yeah. I listening to yeah. in 1995, right. all I really wanted to hear was classic rock. Right, like, yeah. I was really into I was really into the Beatles in 1995. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a fan of Steve Winwood since I was less mm-hmm. than a year old. Right, this has never been like. There have been songs I've glommed on to because everybody around me thought they were popular. Right, yeah. And then that's... Right. And that's kind of where the like right. Jesus Freak falls right. is it was big in school. It was, yeah. And, yeah, I can see how heavily leaning on the Nirvana crutch could make you nod your head right. a little bit. Right. And then they inject this atrocious rap into it. <laughs> and, but, but also... That song, you know, you know, when you hear back then, especially if you heard a song, it gave you a pretty good indication of what the re- it set the tone for the rest of the exactly. album. Exactly, that song. No, that's the only song no. in the album that sounds like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this thing is like, like I said, I found the you album can charming in the context. I mean, can. I, I'm not. I'm glad you didn't like it. I didn't love the album. If I was if I was told give an objective review of this album, I would and and they gave me the context, I would say B is a fair grade. And I did enjoy uh So you're you're hovering around the pitch fork six ish. Yeah, six ish, yeah, yeah. And half half the like I I relate between you and me in the light and a few others. I think it I think I'd have to Think, in my mind, I yeah. think my honest review, when you factor in the production and all the other things, yeah. is you know four and a half. Okay, yeah. So no, I didn't like it, right? But I don't, I don't despise it enough. I feel like a three and a half would be more appropriate because that one, that like quarter, could just be this was a well-made album. The yeah. other three and a quarter. <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> I hated every possible. That doesn't make me like it though. I loathed every single possible <laughs> millisecond after this point in time, and that is it. <laughs> and what is the difference for your listening experience of this album <sighs> compared to Ninety Pound Wuss? Ninety pound wuss. I just wanted to know why it exists. <laughs> this I at least have a grasp of. Like when you listen to the uh, when you listen to the stretch yeah. of like, what if we do this genre? It's yeah. like yeah. they're shaking the genre tree and hoping the yeah. popular one right. falls yeah. no, out. That's, that's, that's why they made the album. It was like we're not doing it with this. What can we do it with? Do it with this. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> This is kicking the prize machine until you get the yeah. one you want. Right, right. 
I think they tried to make a good album. I don't. I mean, I don't think they. I'm were. not going to say they didn't do their best. Right. <laughs> what about the song? Did you? What about? What if I stumble? I mean, it was, I, I like that it was just them and our, our and our accordion. Like that's an interesting production wise. It's interesting, but it's kind of. It was very preachy. I, I mean, the don't <laughs> know like. For I, some reason, based on what you said before, I thought that would be the song you liked. But I mean, the lyrics are so preachy; it's hard to it's hard to like to, it. To, to it. What if I stumble? Interestingly enough, I'm going to pretend that whatever they were stumbling at was like six stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was real. It was real nasty. Just sticking corn cobs up each other's butts or something. I mean, you know, party on babies. <laughs> stuff you stuff. don't. Stuff you don't even talk about in. <laughs> Outside of polite company, <laughs> um, oh. stuff that you preface with "Don't Google this," but <laughs> that's right, yeah. <laughs> like NS- NSFW is not quite appropriate enough for what if I stumble and what it actually they're talking stuff about. Stuff that gets you on watch lists. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes the song so much more interesting, though. It's yeah, like, it does. God. But I remember one of the tracks on here is Colored People. <laughs> I was going to ask you. Which is... That's what uh, I was too afraid to bring up. I instantly, <laughs> you know, at 30, at, you know, well, let's see, 10, yeah. 8, 10, yeah. depending on when I found the album. Yeah. How old are you? 35. 35, okay. Didn't think a second thought about it. At 35, that shows how backwards you, our cultures were. At 35, you look at that. I looked at that and went, "Oh, that's bad." E. <laughs> I'm sure that's not going to be good. Can't wait for that to come up. Sure enough, it's not good at all. Literally, they've they've oh, so somehow funny. managed to work every sort of. Yeah. Color-based <laughs> yeah. racial slang right. into that song. Yeah, right. And, and, and tone deaf. Pitchfork <laughs> said they got both the um, like they got both the explanation and the prescription for racism very badly very wrong. wrong. <laughs> it went. Well, it went so bad. So bad. So bad. It's. I mean, I hope. But one it's of catchy them, as hell. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. It's they're they're. But that's what's scary about CCM is that the good songs, and that's why the Newsboys pissed me off because I'm like, this is a great song, but it's talking it's the for kids about how they're going to go to hell. So bad, <laughs> so bad. It's like I don't it's want you singing so... good songs about how my kids are going to hell. I'm not going to listen to that. And how there's no toast when you get there. <laughs> Even worse. Listen, there's no damn toast. Listen carefully. That's my son's favorite thing about breakfast, okay? Yeah, I know. It's my favorite damn thing about breakfast. Is the toast. So, he likes um, to get it on the dog. The, uh, <laughs> it, again, it's a, no, that song just skip. I mean, that's the wavish child. You should say, kid, don't listen to this. You don't need this in your brain. This is, you don't need things to unlearn. This is the, uh, you got enough. <laughs> This is a crass representation of how to do trying to be better wrong. Oh, I know. I know. And then in reading the, uh, because I basically read the first third to half of. That's all you need to read is this half. Of the Pitchfork article. Right. The The second half is about them breaking up, essentially. There's the the tidbits I didn't know that they were... uh, Heavily mentored by uh, yeah, Mr. Jerry Falwell, Mr. Falwell and Pat Robertson. Oh, lordy. Because they there were we go. erstwhile formed at Liberty University, yeah. which yeah. is, you know, enough to make, should be enough to make <laughs> right. you run screaming at really any point. Right. You know, when even your grandparents know that their viewpoints are not okay, <laughs> that's. Uh, yeah, that's right. That should oh, be a warning so sign because normally we tend to chalk. The elderly's older opinions right. about race up to the fact that <laughs> that's being a little crazy. Those and that those opinions were okay when they were right. Yeah, right. Most of their that's life, just what we believed. Yeah, and I know. Yeah. I know. And that song is. And then oh, there was bad. the then there was that appearance on Arsenio oh, Hall. Oh yeah, I know. I'm scared to even say it out loud. Yeah, it's not. We can say it. Two honks and a negro. Yeah. 
What the f- <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I'll say We that. don't have to explain why that's wrong. No. And I brought it, you know, oh, we touched bad. a little bit on it last time, last episode when we were prefacing our uh, yeah. picks about how there are, you know, I'm not a, I'm not really a big fan of telling other people they should be, af- of mm-hmm. being offended on behalf of right, someone yeah, else. Yeah, I, if I you... Generally, I will. I get a sense that something's not okay. Right. But if a dozen people uh, right. who, who I would think that's not okay yeah. for yeah. tell me they're fine with it, yeah, right. I'm going to let it go. Yeah, yeah. That's not my job to tell you you right. should be offended. Right, yeah. It's my job to apologize if you are offended <laughs> right, by exactly. something that I said. Yeah. And There's that Mark Maron quote uh, on his recent comedy special. I'm 75% woke. The other 25% I just keep to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um, and that's one oh, of those things man. where I just feel like, in general, that shouldn't be okay. No, it shouldn't. And that's not I mean, even we listened like to that a... song in youth group. Probably the youth group leaders thought that that song was a little bit too progressive for us. You know, I was like, what? Nope, nope, nope. Ra- racially <laughs> equality. Not not on my clock. <laughs> Yay. And uh, we just oh Lord. oh I can't like they play Jesus Freak all the time at youth group, but not not I mean I don't even want to say the title colored people. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, God Jesus, it's that's it's, not decent Christian talk. It's so hard to say because we know that because <laughs> you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't be saying oh my God. Those are not a collection of. I get oh. it. It's a bit like. It's, so it's, it's intended to be like a modern Jesus loves me. It, it, that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah. even Jesus loves me is a little bit. It is. Yeah. Should we maybe. Red and yellow, black and white. They did change that to golden olive, golden brown, no more precious can be found or something like that. As opposed to red and yellow, black and white, which, yeah. yeah. Now that Great. <laughs> Congratulations. We have successfully insulted people. We are trying to tell their o- tell them that they're okay. Uh, I didn't think of that, though. This song is, that is a modern Jesus loves me done almost more offensively. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably oh. more offensively. It's, more, it's catchier, it's so that catchier. means it's like... It's easy, easier to disseminate among adults and make it, you know, it spread. The chorus is so, I'm saying it out loud in my head. And it's oh. Just, oh, that's bad. It's not great. That's <laughs> got to knock it down a little. Yeah. So I'll give so, the album a B-. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> tangentially, I think All that's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 uh, we'll, we'll, let's do the, uh, the Wayfish Child thing. I don't what could you possibly say to him after all that? You know what, kid? Never mind. <laughs> Throw this one out. Listen to 90 Pound Wuss instead. I would rather you listened to Slaughter again because it is easier for me to explain right. why yeah, these I are agree. not opinions you have about women. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> or exactly. men. This is, we could turn really. this into a teaching lesson. Whereas the... See, that's the thing where, and I think that's the bulk of the Pitchfork article with this album. It's complicated uh, because it is a good album. All this other context adds a complication level. And that's the whole article is him kind of going through that. Um, and I and I think that's an interesting uh, vantage point for a lot to, of albums that might not have aged well. I don't want to have to explain to the poor kid why he got punched on the subway for singing <laughs> colored people <laughs> it's really that simple it's just oh that's so funny no thanks okay i can't even sing it as a joke i sound like a bad person it's not i would be if i sang that one all right so um, yeah let well let's wash the uh, taste out of your mouth specifically <laughs> with dream theater did this album live up to the magic of uh, when you first started it? yes okay. <laughs> you needed it after and a thousand it. times over okay. i was very pleased okay. that i picked this as a foil okay for a wide variety of reasons so uh, the reason i drew a parallel between this and jesus freak which i feel like you're going to punch me for even instigating uh, insinuating 
But um, see that this album also sounded like more of a collection of songs than a cohesive. Album. It is. It's uh, interestingly enough, it's probably the widest. I don't know if it's the most universally hated album in the uh, Dream Theater canon oh, really? among the There's listeners. That, that I, it's the most, it's the most thoroughly commercial one they've yeah. ever done. Like. There's a song that's co-written by Desmond Child. Really? And, yeah. It was... They worked really, really hard at grabbing a second accidental hit with this one. Mm-hmm. And that's a big reason people don't like it. They don't like it, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. The other reason is that uh, it was the official end of the uh, Images and Words lineup. Okay. Which is kind of like the... Prior to the latest iteration that was around for 20 years or so, mm-hmm. it was the, at the time, that was the classic Dream Theater okay. lineup. It was the hit lineup with the original keyboard player and okay. all this other stuff. And this is the first uh, this is the first one with a new keyboard player, okay. so we don't like it. I mean, it's not as, are there other, I've only heard two albums, and those are the ones mm-hmm. you played for me. It well, did seem like a heavy more. metal album. And, and they're a heavy metal band at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, they're a prog band. Oh, really? Like, okay. if you that makes like, sense why my dad likes them because he loves yeah. prog. The uh, the first three, whenever they're asked about influences, the first three listed are Yes, Genesis, and Rush, mm-hmm. or at least Rush okay. and Yes. As you were explaining that, colored people was in my head. It's that's the worst thing about that song is it's an earworm. It's, an earworm, it's there, and you can't. Oh god! But continue. You can't make it go away. Um, so we were on most commercial release, and it's they are a prog rock band with. Quite a few dashes of heavy yep. metal, it seems. Yeah. It gets, like, as we go, like, if you go beyond, like, if you work beyond this point, mm-hmm. they become more and more metal. More and more metal. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes That's sense. That's what I was doing. I was getting a dis- discography. Yeah, because... Uh, They've got, like, the next albums, don't they? Somewhere in that neighborhood. Four, six, eight, 16, I think I count. Okay. That's a lot. Um... Well, going on 30 years now. Wow. What year was this album? <clears throat> this was 1997. Oh, okay. That's, that's so on uh, on the DC Talk Parallel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the last Dream Theater album we did, which was Scenes from a Memory. Okay. I believe. And that was the one I, I and I liked that. Yeah, one. that's their that's the that was their first rock opera. It almost was kind of screamo-ish, I remember. Like uh you know, just, just <clears throat> long held out. Well, it's their uh emotive. It's their it's the first concept album they did. Okay. Is this one a concept album? No. See, and um, that was another thing. I, I the I mean their lyrics aren't their strong point. Not always, no. Sometimes they but that's not, the th- not on this one. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Like when you stretch, yeah. when you have nine minutes to tell a story, yeah, yeah. Right. you tend to, you know, kind of falter in the area of concise lyrics mm-hmm. and right. Yeah, you know, I have I have twenty two minutes to tell this story. I might as well just write a small novel. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but like. That last album we covered mm-hmm. was uh, that was their Hail Mary album okay. that they were just going to break up if it didn't succeed, right? And it did, and it did, right? And then, kind of and then like enormously, enormously popular. Well, it got them another twenty-two years and counting. Wow! And another drummer and blah blah blah. But this one was kind of like. They had a they had an incidental hit on images and words mm-hmm. two albums before that, and I'm sure their label was kind of like, you know, it'd be really great if you could just write 
pull me under again. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, that worked completely. That, well. <laughs> that worked completely by accident. Here's an eight minute song that accidentally <laughs> cracked the top 100 and we still don't know why. Well, we still, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> the reasons behind it are uncertain. But if you could go ahead and do that again, it'd be great. <laughs> Sounds like the I, office space. I, I picture every label exec as like Bill Lumberg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you could go ahead and get us that record now, that'd be great. What would you say? We'll do the Wayfish Child in a bit. Well, what would you say to somebody who said, I don't like that album, but they're open to your argument? That's fine. I understand why you don't like it because yeah. it's I'm gonna I will I'll take the assumption that it's a fellow Dream Theater fan. Mm-hmm. It's crassly overproduced. Yeah. It's, there's not a single, there's only one song over, two songs over 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And those songs are, well, one of them's my favorite song, so I can't say they're not that good. Right. But I, you know, they're not. They're not what we're into as Dream Theater fans. They're yeah. not instrumental tour like right. virtuoso tour de forces for twenty three and a half minutes where okay. everything is peaceably crafted. But this is a band that is trying its absolute damnedest to sell out and not do that at the same time, right. yeah. which yeah. is yeah. why you hate this album. That's why I hate it. Okay. But so there, so there, so it sounds like the Dream yeah. Theater has a lot of purist fans. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I. They're equally polarizing. It's like when you ask people, "Why do you hate Rush?" They right. hate Rush because of Geddy Lee's voice. Why do you like Rush? Because the musicality is right. top tier. Yeah. Right. Why do you hate Dream Theater? Because the songs are long and pompous. <laughs> they are very <laughs> Why do you hate why do you love Dream Theater? The songs are long and pompous. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a band that contains two Berkeley dropouts, a Juilliard grad, yeah. and a Berkeley faculty member. Yeah, right. <laughs> of course the songs are long and pompous, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what is so Every song is its own world. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not cohesive. You okay. can't. You almost can't think of any Dream Theater album as a its own individual world. Mm-hmm. They do their best to kind of link the five, six, ten worlds that are right. encompassed within the album together, mm-hmm. unless they have explicitly set out to do. A concept album, which they've only done twice. They've only done twice, okay. Uh, at the, the second show, one's not as good. Have you seen them in concert? I've seen them multiple times. Do they play songs from this album on there? Not often. Um, so so they, this album is the is the is the. Uh, it's the black sheep. It's black sheepy. Yeah, yeah um, black sheep. Yeah. Hollow Years does make an appearance when they do, like. The last tour I saw them on, they did like a 35-minute acoustic set in the right. kind of like in the middle, mm-hmm. and that'll Hollow Years will make an appearance in mm-hmm. there. But I've never heard like, oh, that's not true. Um, they played Lines in the Sand during the Systematic Chaos tour. Okay, I've never seen them play that. But I would love to see them play that, and I would love to see them play it when King's X is opening for them because right. Doug Pennock is the backing vocal on that. Oh, he is. Oh, he no is. Kidding. Oh, that's um, and that's part of why it's one of my favorite songs. It yeah. is my favorite Let, song on the album. But listen to that album, uh, Gretchen Goes to uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. That made, gave me a lot of respect for Doug Pennock. <laughs> and then reading more about him, that was a He's that was a fun guy. episode because Gretchen goes to. Milo's College yeah, in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Milo goes to Nebraska and Gretchen goes, goes to, to college. college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We do that a lot. I know. That's part of the fun of it. It is. So, you know what? Uh, well, what's the... Uh, go ahead with your favorite song. 
Uh, and then go mm-hmm. with the uh, Wayfish Child. My favorite one's Lines in the Sand. Okay. Um, you can do least favorite too. Oh, and I hate to do. Oh, my least favorite is probably Anna Lee. It's the second to last song oh, on yeah, the yeah. album. Yeah. It's the only like true ballad, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of in comparison to the other 10 songs it just kind of flats yeah it's just not like it doesn't hold mm-hmm. yeah it, it was a weird uh, almost <laughs> over type. it would it might play better in the middle yeah. but when you put it on as a closer it's like right okay mm-hmm. what's next <laughs> what's next is the wayfish child yes and all right, kid. I don't remember. <laughs> you that picture of like a stogie in your mouth. All right, kid. Listen, hey, see, see uh, <laughs> get my. Uh, well, I had a pinstripe suit for my wedding. I'll, nice. just, I'll go get a hat. And... <laughs> hey, Listen, hey, see, you are uh, creepy for unsettling for the wayfish child. Do the uh, do the Bronx accent because the New York. Listen here, you stupid kid. Uh, <laughs> this is a great album, and you should really uh, pay attention. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, oh. dumb accents aside that may or may not be insensitive to people from New York um, uh, and or New Jersey, um, I know this isn't their best work, but don't think of it as... Don't think of it as a band trying to be themselves. Right. Think of it as a band trying to be someone else mm. and can't. Right. So even though they really, really tried. Even though it's, it's some of that makes it kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. To hear. Well, contextually, the longest song is 13 minutes. Okay. And almost every song in between there is sub six. Okay, wow. And almost every album after yeah. that, it's six plus on right. just about everything. Yeah. So, right. They tried their they, absolute they, they tried their damnedest yeah. to not be themselves. <laughs> it's like a friend of mine says to me every once in a while, can you just not be yourself right now? <laughs> no, no, I can't. Okay. That's that's my take done. It's your turn. I'm going to assume this is the first time you've heard this album. Yes, I've, I've only listened to the. I've listened to you, very little. You've only listened to what I told you to, and yep. more is coming. Yeah, and I like that first one. Okay, well that's good because it is some of their best work. Okay. Um, did you enjoy this album? No, I did not. <laughs> it hey. wasn't bad. It reminded. I felt like uh, it, it in the parallel to DC Talk was that it just wasn't. Cons- I like a nice, concise, mm-hmm. cohesive album, uh, and this wasn't that. No, um, not not by any stretch. And they sounded good, but it just kind of felt like they weren't pushing themselves enough. Whereas the first one was really adventurous, and that's what won me over is that it was adventurous. <laughs> And this right here right. that you are now describing is exactly why the Dream Theater fan, the real fans, hate this hate album. This album. <laughs> I mean, the lyrics were super dopey. Uh, I don't know what he was talking about at times. There's some, uh, there's some good lines in a few yeah, of them. I must have missed <laughs> those ones. You, you have to. I toned out at, tuned out at about a little over at halfway point. This one's pounded into my brain, yeah. so I know yeah. where they are. Okay. But uh, uh, what like what's a good lyric? Oh, I'm gonna pull the sheet up because uh, people think if they hear that I'm a dream theater freak, <laughs> they already know. Um, Take away my pain has got some of uh, some of my favorite lyrics in it. Um, while I'm pulling that up, we'll cycle back to uh, what are some things you enjoyed about the album. Um. Well, it was impeccably produced. There wasn't a lot, of, a lot of fat on it, but I kind of wanted a little bit more fat <laughs> on this one. The um, like you said, it's vast. It's ridiculously overproduced. Well, I think that's why I think I liked the early Dream Theater one because it kind of was like 
Chinese democracy that we talked about last week, and where surely there was some choice, creative choices that I would not have done, but it's still interesting that somebody did do those. Uh, whereas this one, it, I just wanted a little bit more. I mean, mm. It wasn't pretend like Dream Theater. I think of like super pretentious music that a lot of gamers probably like, and people who are really like dragons and t- videotape themselves. No offense. Doing like lightsaber things <laughs> in their face, lightning bolt. Yeah, and uh, people this album who, just didn't have enough of that. People who LARP. Yeah, people who LARP. Where this one was theater. a lot of love songs. I'm like, they don't need to hear this. They don't. They'll never know what love is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dream theater music for people who LARP. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted, and I didn't get quite from this. No, one. that's Dragon Force. That's music for people who LARP. Who LARP. But Dream Theater is that too. Aren't, it aren't is. They? I mean, I'm sure it's, they have plenty of LARPers in there. It's the uh, <laughs> Dragon Force is like the real metal heads LARPing. Okay. And then Dream Theater is like the Dungeon Masters. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good that's a good uh, explanation. Man, this Might Guard smells so good. It smells like a <laughs> wood stove. <laughs> I, I blame the fact that I just had a fire going here yesterday. Yeah, it smells um, great. All right. I found them, but it's going to take me forever to pick them out, so I'm just going to send you a link to the entire album. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go that route in the interest of time. We're LARPing people, and we <laughs> live in a fantasy. In a LARPing world. <laughs> I felt like we needed to do that just to right the this ship. Is- this is a, this half of the episode is a cleansing. It is. Um, like the balance of the universe is back. Yes. Like we're not terrible people. Well, <laughs> some would agree, some would disagree. Hmm. Okay, we were on Things You Liked, and that was grandiosity production oh yeah i like the grandiosity of it there's a couple songs composition listening to um things you didn't enjoy that aren't just that nothing fits together i mean that was really the big thing that colored the whole the overarching distaste right uh i think i think this is what it is I think I like this band probably. I haven't heard enough, but I feel like they won't become a favorite, but they'll be one that I that I enjoy and even listen to. And and I've been excited to... I was excited to hear this one, and that excitement dissipated pretty quickly. Whereas I feel like the next one you have me listen to, I'm like, oh, there we go, boys. You know, <laughs> this is good stuff right here. Then I should choose carefully. Yeah. <laughs> and then I accidentally sit on my iPad and uh, like it, love it, need it, it comes on. <laughs> Just run. And then I get want ice cream really bad. Okay. Well, I'm gonna just go ahead and we're gonna move right to the wayfish child. child. I would say listen to their other albums instead of this one. <laughs> so would most of the ardent fans. I'm gonna disagree. But I proudly stand the minority well, with, with on them, this album. I'd want the Waitfish Kid to like this band, but I'm afraid this would sway them in the opposite direction too quickly. Just like I, if they said, like, I really want to get into Weezer, I'm like, okay, just listen to the first three for a while. Just listen to the Blue Album right, and yeah. stop. <laughs> Pinker, you know, you don't like Pinkerton? I haven't listened to it in a long okay. time so maybe we'll do that one because that's I, one of my favorite i else. didn't the last time i listened okay. to it all right maybe it's new okay um but you have yeah blue is the best starting point yeah i would just say yeah you don't really need to listen listen to jesus freaking no i would say <laughs> no new <laughs> i'll save you wayfish child <laughs> One of these days, he's going to knock both of us I out. I know. I'm sick of you old farts. Tell me what to like. I'm you not Wayfish. <laughs> you know, that's right. I enjoy Planet Fitness. Bad news. It's hard for me to understand you when I'm unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock me out, kid. I'll send Glenn, I'll send Danzig to your house. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Your parents are really not going to like what he does to your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> But yet they should be honored that Glenn Danzig would hurt their mailbox, too. I would be honored if he smashed my mailbox, other than the Ottawa County Road Commission. (laughs) So what do you want to do next week? Next week, 
I'm still thinking, so you you call yours. I don't want to do another. There are a lot of CCM albums in my past, and I feel like we should take a two-month break after, <laughs> even though I did, at the end of the day, like a portion of the album. Let's do... We already did a Goldfinger. Um... There's a band called Dramarama, and I forgot the name of the album, but what is it called? It's really good. It's been a long time since I've listened to it, and I have a feeling I'll really like it. Uh, can you look it up? Yeah. Um, if it's on, uh, if it's on the Spotify, I'll sing uh, Mind's Eye. Is it uh, Cinema Verite? Can I see it real quick? Yeah. Oh, I can't reach. Curse our vinyl, long, vinyl. Curse our long table, <laughs> which is in fact socially distant, despite the fact that we're both boosted. Boosted, and I had COVID. You did. You didn't get it. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> gonna hope. Says. Gonna hope not I get yet. to continue to say not yet. Uh, uh, the temptation is insanely strong to do yeah. another Dream Theater. I mean, I I'm, I'm excited wanna, to hear more of them. You know, this album is kind of you know. I kind of want to wind out of the balloon a little bit, but I, kind I know of, they're a good band. I kind of want to mediate it a little bit, okay. until I can uh, say with a straight face, "Did this album kick you in the ding?" <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like that That's should fine. be. I feel like that should be That's, a new I, question. Right, I agree. So which DC Talk album are you going to pick for next week? Please God Stop. <laughs> Featuring 90 Pound Wuss. Featuring 90 Pound Wuss on Vacuum Cleaner. Oh, you know what? I'm struggling with decision making. So we are going to do Rage Against the Machine's self-titled album. Oh, I love that album. I've listened to that very recently. So Yes, well, that one we could probably... F- Great, great, great. Not Evil Empire, the first one with the... With the self-immolated man. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Don't listen to that with your kid around. Too late. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. His first words are, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. (laughs) That's okay. I'm already a little concerned about what he might... About the calls I might get from the principal about what he sang today. (laughs) But how else is he supposed to develop a well-rounded musical I education agree. without being exposed to everything? I, I, I concur. And in this house, we do mean pretty much everything. <laughs> but that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show for this week. Yes. Please wash your hands, wear a mask where indicated, get your vaccine and or booster. Right. <laughs> and skip the second track. Buy us a beer. Buy us a beer, right. Skip the DC Talk album that we've been <laughs> skip, talking to. Skip the second track, in my opinion, and <laughs> several others. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and go listen to something fun. Yes, please do. That is our show. Thank you and good night. Good night.